Hey, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. As I talk to you, there is a little Robin sitting right in front of me, and he's so cute. I'm freaking out. But anyway, thank you guys so much. Oh my God, there's two, there's three, there's four. Okay, this is crazy. Um, thank you guys so much for coming to hang out with Kaylin and I today. Um, this is a very important conversation, we feel like, because there's so much out there talking about how to achieve your dreams, how to get to these moments of bliss, but really no one talking about the moments in between and just being okay with not being okay. So this podcast, Kaylin and I talk about what the both of us do to move through those moments without absolutely wrecking our image of ourselves because there is no time for that, okay? We are gods and goddesses out here, you guys, okay? Yes, I'm talking to you and I'm talking to you, okay? So enjoy this conversation, and I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day, night, wherever you are. We love you and are so grateful you guys are listening. For the third episode, this is Call It Cliche, It Is Okay To Not Be Okay. Thank you, guys. We're back. We're live. We're here. We're here. Good morning, Sister Kaylin. Good morning, Sister Chloe. It's honestly been quite a while since we've done this. And I mean, for the listener, they don't know that because we just uploaded episode two. Yeah. But for us, in real time, it's been, what, almost a month since we recorded? Dude, literally almost a month. And I feel like, and I could be wrong, but I feel like from anyone else's perspective, maybe maybe they're just living their lives, time's passing by, we post a podcast. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> they posted a podcast. In my world, every day that goes by, I'm like, I'm not posting podcasts. Like, I'm not doing yeah. enough. And yep. that is kind of what we are here to talk about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's actually funny that you say that because I – and I can't, I'll get into this later, but I screenshot something on Instagram that my friend reposted yesterday that basically talks about the grind and how it's glorified and just the pressure that goes on in your head of like, you need to be doing this, you need to be doing this, and how that's like so related to social media and the internet and just constantly consuming other people's – lives and just feeling like you're not doing enough. And I feel like we've both been experiencing those feelings for quite a while now. Yes, dude. And like, think about it, especially, I mean, I love social media. I love TikTok. I really will say that like when I, if I'm in a weird mood and I go on to TikTok and I see that some people are dealing with the same stuff I am, it definitely feels better. But you know, there are limits and I feel like this constant exposure to other people's accomplishments, which are awesome. I will cheer everyone on mm -hmm. and doing everything that they're doing till the day I die and pass then for sure. Um, but if it's every day, every single second of the day, what that could be doing to us on a subconscious level is kind of insane. And I know that I've made the most progress in my life when I have completely let go of like, comparisons and having to like accomplish any sort of anything, letting go completely living in my own world and then just being like naturally driven by my own impulses to do things I like. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's, I know we talk about this a lot, but it's just, we're almost like the guinea pigs of this entire thing because like we, we were at the start of social media and we're just learning as we go. And there's really been no one before us who, who has experienced these types of things and can tell us, this is how you deal with it. This is how you regulate your, you know, what you're consuming and what you're seeing every day to help your mental health. And it's so like, we're just kind of figuring it out. We're the pioneers of it all. And just like really taking the brunt of it. And I know yes. it's like us included. It's, it's like subconsciously, we know what to do. We know we need to stop consuming 
as much as we do. We know we can't compare, but I think our conversation today is more about like how to actually do that and yes. our sort of yes. best practices of like things that really truly do help us. So hopefully they can help you too. Yes. Yes. I feel like we have really the chance right now to not in like a scary way, but just like wake up to the fact that this is very new and there are people who have accomplished things in the past and that we're not we're not guaranteed any sort of um huge accomplishments without taking action. And again, not in a scary way. I think that when used the right way, we can combine what people have done with the in the past to how amazing the internet is and how interconnected it makes all of us. And the two of those could make dreams happen quicker than they've ever happened before. So we especially shouldn't be comparing ourselves to like any sort of like, you know, uh, super prominent past figures, though respect and love everyone, you know, every historical figure ever. Shout out to Benjamin Franklin. He is one of my favorites. Um, (laughs) Shout out. I literally have the most amazing quote from him that I would actually love to start this podcast with. Oh, okay. Um, if that's okay. Absolutely. Um, I changed the pronouns on it because, <laughs> you know, 1700s, it Listen, was all it was evolution. all about the he. <laughs> evolution. <laughs> so literally where I took this note down, I literally wrote, changed, I, I did, after I wrote dash Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin, I wrote dash change pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, give me one second. Also, for those listening, I know I sound like I'm calling in from an Android. I am working on the microphone situation. (laughs) Also, no hate to Android users. Love you. You're amazing. Um, But I just want you to know that I am aware of my quality of sound and we're working on it. So thank you. You sound amazing on my end. Also, Kaylin's voice is so angelic that... (laughs) She could literally be speaking into a megaphone right now inside of a, a small dark closet and it would still sound unbelievable. So I just want to make that clear. Um, but okay. So the original quote is actually, guys, I'm reading with, with the she. I'm reading with the she, whether you are he, a she, bo- both, everything, however you're listening right now, I'm just going to read from my own lens um, and then you can adjust accordingly. Um, but she that falls in love with herself will have no rivals. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. yes. 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 That one hit. That one yes. hit. Yes. Didn't it? Didn't it? Because once you're good with you, other people's stuff won't make you as angry. And, you know, I don't yeah. know. A lot of his stuff has really inspired me. He was also someone who Benjamin Franklin actually every day he woke up, basically he made a list of all the things that he would accomplish that day. And he always said, one of the things that I've really taken from his teachings is, uh, do all things in a day, meaning like you, not everything has to be so all or nothing. You know, you don't have to wake Mm -hmm. up and be like, I need to just do this one thing today and go for as hard and long as possible. Like, it's okay to give a a little bit of time to different things that you love. And that honey is how you become a Jack of all trades or Jess or a, uh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Me changing all of like Benjamin Franklin's most historical like, Honestly, I love the energy. I love the energy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was just going to ask you sort of like what, because I I feel like we're speaking pretty generally. And if you feel comfortable, what exactly are the feelings that you have been feeling lately? And was there anything in particular that brought them on? Like anything that really triggers this sort of like overwhelming feeling, anxiety, almost like self-doubt? 
Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Um, for starters, I've been talking about this a lot lately, and I I just want to really touch on it because it's something I'm trying to process while also like under, sort of understand the truth behind it, but then I'm having feelings that uh, sort of – I don't know. I feel like you can know all the ways – in which you can like solve a, a certain thing going on in your life, but then still feel the emotions of that thing and mm-hmm. not feel like you have a way out and it can be very frustrating. Yep. So I've been feeling a lot of that. Um, but then basically just having all of this freedom, like my whole entire life being in a school system that sort of had me on a very rigid schedule, mm-hmm. which I sometimes detested and then sometimes loved and almost feared that one day when I was released into the wild from that system that I potentially wouldn't have the same drive to accomplish certain things because Mm -hmm. that schedule and that almost like, if I don't do this, then I won't get a good grade or I won't graduate. It was the driving factor for me to accomplish a lot of what I've done. Um, I have realized in so many moments that I do have a passion for certain things natural enough to thrive beyond uh, the regiments of that system. But at the same time, of course, I have days where I feel the exact opposite, where I just like lay in bed watching Netflix for like, (laughs) I watched six episodes of a show the other day. Listen, which one? Which one, girl? Because I've been watching the same. Jenny and Georgia. Oh, wait. Okay. You told me about that one and I haven't watched it yet, but I need to. When I tell you, you need to watch this show and you will come back on this podcast next episode and you will tell me or in our next FaceTime and you will tell me how much you love it. I promise you. It is literally amazing. But anyway, so then having days where I'm just like, watching Netflix for hours on end. And those are the only moments where I'm like not having thoughts of like what's going to happen in my life only because I don't have these certain checkpoints ahead of me mm-hmm. that are going to guarantee my accomplish my accomplishments happen. So, yeah. you know, when I was in school, it was like, sure, maybe I can take the weekend off right now. I know I have three days of like guaranteed freedom and like, yeah. you know, I, I could go out and eat whatever I want and do whatever I want. But I know come around, come Monday, I have this project that I'm starting that I love that has to be finished by Friday. Okay, great. By next week, I know that I'll have this thing that I'm super passionate about done. Whereas now all I've ever wanted is freedom. That's all mm-hmm. I've ever wanted. And that's all I preach is freedom, freedom, freedom. And on the days where I don't feel paralyzed by it, the world is so beautiful and all I want to do is just accomplish things all day. And then there's days where I'm just staring out into this huge void of like, I know I love to do things, but simply do not have the energy to do them right now. And Mm -hmm. all I want to do is like, like head down. I don't know the sort of like, I guess a visual metaphor for how I feel on these days is just like, hunched over, head down, can't really see what's in front of me and like honestly hopeless. Like I've had moments where I genuinely have been like, you know what? Maybe all this just ain't for me. (laughs) Like the most like anti-me moments, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um and so yeah, like being I guess I guess now I'm trying to settle with being okay with the unknown, not knowing where I'm going to go and just having faith that 
that's that is where the most opportunity can happen yeah. and grow from. Yeah. And then also experiencing otherwise feelings sometimes and being okay with those worlds. Is that is that something you would No, it makes I was going to say it makes complete sense. I feel like just because at the stage of life we're at, we're just finding our flow and like freedom is so powerful and just being able to live life whether your day is full of different tasks or just spending your time outside all day or just watching Netflix all day, like still having that power to just live it however you want is so powerful that it's like you almost don't know what to do with it. You're like, okay. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. yes. And it's, I feel like that's why, I mean, again, life is all about balance. Structure is needed in certain places. But at the same time, it's like I feel, I feel like that's why we so easily fall into those different routines and like structures of society, even like the working nine to five type thing. It's because we feel comfortable in those areas of structure. And it's like, whenever you're faced with change, another cliche, I don't even know the exact quote that I'm looking for here, but I mean, it's- We'll Google it after the show. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) But like, just, I mean, we all know that when we're presented with change, that's where true growth happens. But at the same time, it makes you so uncomfortable and so stressful and I think that like uncertainty of just sort of having that freedom and not knowing what each day is going to look like, it honestly is the best for you because then you're forcing yourself to like just adapt truly with life as it comes and goes rather than just like falling into a structure and just hiding away from from evolution. You know what I'm saying? The way you just woke me up this morning, bro. <laughs> Good. Because you're right. Wait, this is literally your early 20s. It's like I have... This is where a lot of people are like, you know what? I cannot handle this discomfort. I can't Mm. handle this lack of confidence. I sometimes feel maybe I need to fall into some sort of like super rigid schedule again. Not saying that's bad um, if it supports your passions, but people just frantically grabbing for anything that will give them that structure again because we've been conditioned so many years to have that. And right now my body is probably trying to evolve out of that into a place that just, I'm like I said before, naturally driven by my passions. And trust me, when I just rely on that and I just have faith in that, the day comes, shit happens. Bro, yesterday I started my poetry book. I started publishing my first poetry book. (gasps) Yes. I'm so excited. Yes. I cannot wait to read it. Gosh. Did you guys know? Finally. For any writers out there, Amazon will help you publish a book for free for free. And no one's doing this. And no one is doing this. And Jamie has a book upstairs. Honestly, you're right. It's, it's, it's also the people we surround ourselves with. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm I, I'm so grateful to have such driven people in my life. Kaylin, Jared, Jamie upstairs, who literally has a, a full ass published, published poetry book on the counter upstairs. And I can't say, you know, this is something I've always wanted, but before I moved in with her, it might have not looked so easy. In fact, mm-hmm. it definitely wouldn't have. But the way she explained it to me, and now I've literally transcribed like at least five of my journals um, for this book. Oh. I started transcribing um, my journals last year when I wanted to start writing this book, but it was one of those things that kind of just other stuff came up and it just didn't happen. But anyway, moral of that story is two days ago, I was hopeless, didn't know what to do with my day. I felt paralyzed. I felt like I didn't have any drive to do anything. And so I just spent the day in nature. I walked on the beach. Mm. Um, 
I talked to my spirit guides. I talked to, uh, you know, for anyone listening, whatever you believe in, even if it's just yourself, you know, just mm-hmm. talk, talk to something yes. uh, outside of you yes. um, or inside I'm- of you, depending on how you look at it. But <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because I had asked on my story, like just sort of conveying what we've been feeling and asking everyone like how they work through these types of feelings. Cause the thing is, is like life isn't perfect. These feelings are going to come, but it's also important to remember that they're also going to go. They're not going to be there forever. If you, if you choose to not attach to them. So it's like the important thing is letting your emotions go through you and process. But as you're feeling them, instead of trying to like, Oh, I can't, I can't like letting it get to you and overwhelm you just say, okay, what can I do for myself? to just work through this feeling right now and get through it. And, you you know, and I'm glad that you brought up the nature thing because someone said that the way she deals with it is grounding barefoot in nature and then also painting abstract paintings. And I wanted to bring it up because that's also something with the nature and just being outside. I know that's something you and I strongly, strongly believe in and something that really helps us. And I feel like, you know, if multiple people are saying it helps them, then whoever's listening, hopefully, if you haven't tried it already, this is kind of your signal to just try it out and see what it does for you. You know what I think it is? I feel like it reminds our brains that there's something literal, material, that's like so much like physically larger than us Mm -hmm. that it makes us feel less like responsible. If yes. that makes sense, you know, yes. it makes us feel less like I have to take on the world. No, yes. like the world is the world. I'm just a part of the world. That's how I feel when I'm in nature. <laughs> yes. And, I, I, and that I, is a realization I just had right now. I see all these TikToks too, of just like different shots of, you know, these astronauts in space, just looking at the world outside of it. And okay, it's like, astronaut TikTok yeah. is popping off right now. Well, I'm so happy. I'm in it. I'm so happy. It really why, is, is. why is my conspiracist ass like, are they really in space? <laughs> It almost just looks so fake. It, your, your mind just is, it can't process it. But really, it's, all of those TikToks are like, okay, this made this makes all my problems seem like nothing. So I think you're you're spot on with what you're saying. Is like whenever you connect yourself to nature and you're outside and you're like, okay, I'm a part of something so much bigger. And what I'm going through right now does not seem as important as it did when I was just like in yes. my head, just yes. by myself in the yes. dark. Yeah, because uh, the difference between this is why I've I've been going out. I've been waking up for sunrise and sunset every day for the last mm. couple of days because mm. I think being in nature is so amazing and important. But then also witnessing miracles in nature. So like witnessing the combination of all these wild colors come together kind of yeah. enhance that feeling that we're talking about. Like something yeah. is so much bigger than us. Yes. Um, but the difference between like I can be, you know, whatever, binging on Netflix all day, feel super the the feeling I describe is almost like stale, like really stale and like stagnant mm-hmm. yep. and like nope, that's warm perfect. and like you heavy. need to get in the shower and like heavy. Yes. Um, so when I step outside from that like dim yellow dark light inside, you know, lighting's really, really a factor. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you can make, definitely make good lighting in your home. But just like if you're feeling like that at any point, even though it's really difficult and your body might not want to do it, it's cold outside, just put on the right clothing and let the wind hit your face. Let the wind hit mm-hmm. your face. I watched a TikTok the other day of a baby um, 
and a mom and the mom was trying to calm the baby down and she blew on her face to calm her down like really Aww. lightly. And Aww. there's something about like that wind or that breeze that I feel like is very like sobering to our brain and mind and body and spirit. Yes, and absolutely. we're in very two different environments in nature. What, yeah, where do you are. go? I, I, we're actually very lucky because although we live in Kansas City, our complex is surrounded by trees and walking trails. So we, yeah. I'm literally, I can't wait, guys. I can't I'm, wait I'm for moving you to, to Kansas here. City with Kaylin um, pretty soon. <laughs> We've actually been meaning to talk about this. Yeah, wait, um, this is the first time. Yeah, yeah. So I'm supposed to be out of here in 10 days. So right now Whoa. I'm, man- yeah, yeah, bro. And my mom is like, that. literally my parents just got a new house. I actually also haven't told you that. Yeah, my wait. Parents- yeah, they just signed uh, for a new house. Where? On Long Island. <gasps> yeah, so, yeah. So they'll be able to be. They'll be able to be with your grandmother, right? Yup, yup, yup. So the whole family will be together. But like, tell me why I'm getting. My mom's like texting me, like, can't wait for you to come for Easter. And in my head, I'm like, she doesn't want me. She, is this <laughs> is this her kicking me out? Which isn't true. My mom just wants me to come for Easter. But like, anyway, I'm 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 driving today, and I'm like just thinking like, how, how can I just seamlessly get to Kaylin as soon as possible? Like I, the amount of things I've done in my life that I was like, (laughs) I can do this. And then I made happen. I can freaking do this. Yeah. Guys, I moved to Los Angeles, which is basically, Maybe possibly worse than the pandemic itself. Okay, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I have to stop talking shit on LA. But no, I moved. All love. All love. All love. I, there's a reason they call it the city of Los Angeles. But um, I. <laughs> you just threw in that shade like so sly. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it at some point because I literally have so many stories. We yeah. do a podcast just about like crazy stories. Yes. Okay. And that would be yeah. so fun. Okay. Um, but anyway, I'm driving today and I'm thinking this. And then as soon as I think this, I see a sign that literally just says, all it says is like, all things are possible. You can do Ooh. anything you want. Yeah. And I was literally like, you are so fine. And I just have this feeling and I'm putting it down. This is how I'm manifesting it right now. Um, so you guys can come back and fact check this yeah, when I'm making it happen. But I do have a feeling that like something big is about to change. And mm-hmm. I saw a freaking TikTok. Do you ever get those TikToks on your timeline? They're like, Where it's if like, you if, if you've seen this, it's for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, tell me. Give it but to why me. Why did that literally send me into like such a better headspace? Yeah. When I saw that TikTok the other day. Yep. Like, here's the thing yeah. we say it all the time. Everything is a sign if you're willing to open your eyes to it, if you're willing to see it. If you say this is a sign, if you see one of those TikToks, you can, you have two choices. Scroll past it and be like, yep, not really for me. Then it's not for you. You're not going to see it. Therefore, it will have no effect on your life. Therefore, yeah. it isn't for you. Or but not you for say, you, Paige. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Yeah, right, right, right. That's that's NYFP. NY- yeah. Keep me off there. Keep me off there. Keep me off there. <laughs> Okay, sorry. <laughs> or you can you can watch it and you can claim it as yours and you could say, yep, this is for me. This will be a sign. And you will interpret it and you will find some way to apply it to your life. And therefore, yes. it, will be, it will be for you. That's something people. a lot of people have, a lot of realists, and I definitely have a realist part of my brain, we all do, mm-hmm. have difficulty understanding is... But like it's if about signs and stuff like that is they can't find any sort of logic, any sort of truth. And that's exactly where the magic is. Yeah, exactly. 
exactly. is that it is a truth beyond the truth we're given. And that's yep. where the magic exists. But yep. if you're only willing to see from the realms of a, a certain very objective truth that's been given to us, you don't get to experience the magic, unfortunately, because that's mm-hmm. not where it exists. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's something I feel like a lot of people are trying to wrap their heads around, especially right now, because there's so much unknown. So if people are definitely re- trying to rely on something outside of themselves while also getting met with voices that are like, but, but how, but how, but how, and yeah, the only times exactly. I've experienced the magic is when I've just given up the how and just been like, you know what? At the end of the day, I don't even know what this is or where I am. I'm only told this is earth and I don't even know what earth is or what it's a part of not to like send anyone into, ex- into an existential crisis <laughs> right now, but this trigger should be warning. fun. This should, yeah, a little trigger warning. This should be fun though. Um, so no, I'm just going to really. go for it and see and see if this is all real. And it apps I've had just experiences beyond, um, things that can even verbally explain, you know? So, yes. And I just, I know we keep bringing it up, but that's, that just shows how strongly we believe in it is just surrounding yourself in nature. And like, whenever you have those doubtful feelings, those overwhelming feelings, anxiety, whatever, like the same way that you have made it a point to watch the sunrise and sunsets every day, Jared and I have made it a point to go on morning walks every day because like, I mean, we've talked about this before as well, but how you start your day is so important. And I find that I'm better able to handle my emotions whenever I do that for myself, whether it's a morning walk or yoga or just doing something that helps ground yourself and recognize that you're a part of something so much bigger than just what's going on in your head. Yes. And people also like don't realize that like these acts, like these things that we do aren't always to set us up for a good day so that later on in the day we feel good. That's definitely a part of it, but it is to find genuine enjoyment in these mm-hmm. walks yes. so that you you can spend genuine, intimate time with Jared. And like when I'm on my walks in the morning with the seagulls, not with my beautiful boy. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love my walks alone. I love my walks alone. Um, genuinely that that yeah, I'm, I literally just made my own point. I love the time I get to spend with myself, and like when my inner voice comes to me and we start talking, after all the chatter has gone away from my mind, and it's just like me and my soul. I could be with that bitch for hours, yes. hours. It's so fun. Yes. So and yeah, I feel like, and maybe I'm just speaking from my own experience, but I don't want it to come off as. Like, okay, you're feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling these feelings, go outside and everything's going to be solved and you're going to feel perfectly fine. Like it's, it's, it's almost a form of self-discipline, self-love of being like, I know this is good for me and maybe it might not help me right away, but I'm going to dedicate myself to doing something healthy. So then further down the road, it will start to help and improve my mental state because it's like, personally for me, even with meditating, Like that's something I do often, but it's really hard for me to focus because my mind is constantly going and sometimes I get frustrated or I'll be on my walk and I I notice that I'm not really paying attention to what's going on around me. I'm just talking my head or thinking about things that just aren't relevant to the moment. And I think the most important thing is just being aware of of your your mental state and that capacity and just aware that that's going on and not really mad at yourself that you can't be yeah, you know perfectly yeah, silent in nature yeah, just being yeah. like okay i recognize how my mind is racing i recognize that maybe i'm not focusing as much and not being as present as i could you know absolutely and also because people don't realize it might not be the first or second time that you go on these walks that you're going to feel this presence you know yes 
Yes. It might be the third or fourth time. And it might just yes. not be the day either. You know, it takes yes. a few tries. I think people hear about like meditation or any of these practices and they try it and it nothing happens and then they give up and it's just like, it's there. It's going to happen. Just keep, yes. keep going. Keep trying Dude. to connect and you will experience this crazy shit. I swear it's so insane. Yes. I read yesterday actually that it takes 21 days to form a habit good or bad. And that made me, I, 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 like whenever I heard that, it just clicked in my mind because yoga, I was telling you about at the beginning of the year, I did that 30 day yoga. And before I'd never done something for 30 days, but after I got done with that 30 day yoga, now it's like, I think before I used to put this pressure on myself with certain things, whether it was meditation, yoga, you know, going on walks in nature, like, okay, you have to do this. You have to do this. Like you have to be in this routine, da, da, da. But now I just, after that 20 or well, 30 days, I formed that habit and now it just comes naturally. So maybe give yourself that time. I'm not saying that 21 days is the magic number for everybody, but maybe try to set that as your goal for yourself and give, you, give yourself 21 days, hold yourself accountable, whether it's a walk in nature or meditation or yoga and just see what happens. It's just a fun experiment. Just try it. Any habit can be created at any point. And yep. any habit can also be destroyed. Mm. I read the other Snaps. day. Snaps. Yes, thank you, thank you. I read the other day. <laughs> what am I like at the <laughs> giving a speech now? Like, let me know. Thank let you. me know. Um, but I read the other day that habits can actually and often are passed down generationally. Generationally, oh, wow. you know, and wow. so it is up to you not even like up to you, you know, nothing, you know, you don't, you don't have the responsibility of the world on your shoulders. I'm not saying that by any means, but you can, you have the ability to break generational yeah, habits at any point in time. And all it takes is just like a conscious yeah. decision to end that habit. And it might not be every single day that you succeed, but maybe the four out of seven days of the week you are succeeding, you're better than last week. You know what I'm saying? So that's definitely really yeah, cool about the exactly. yoga also. I wanted to ask you, um, what do you like, I feel like a lot of people talk about yoga and I've definitely had days where I've experienced the sort of bliss of yoga and then days where I'm like, oh, this just feels like a chore. But what yep. did you start once you made it a habit and you started to feel the benefits while you were doing it? What does that feel like? Oh, it for me, I always saw it as an act of self-love. I feel like that even that quote you said from Benjamin Franklin in the beginning, like having that confidence in yourself. I, I mean, I even told you at the beginning of 2020, I was like, my New Year's resolution is one thing, self-confidence, self-love, because I feel like I have struggled in that area in the past. And so for me, I was just, when I decided to start yoga, I was like, instead of seeing this as a chore, like see this as an act of self-love. And I told you about that book. Um, for those who are listening, the book that I love is called The Road Less Traveled. And it talks all about love and what love really is versus how we perceive love and how the media portrays it to us. And yeah, it's it's a wonderful book. Highly recommend. But that sort of inspired me because it talked about how love is really an act of self-discipline, whether you're loving yourself or loving another person, because love isn't always easy, especially when it comes to yourself. And I wasn't feeling healthy. I wasn't really partaking in like practices, like going out of my way to be like, okay, I'm going to do this to improve my mental health. And for me, I was like, I do enjoy yoga. I've done it in the past. And I do know that 
from personal experience, it helps me feel better. And I also know that now there's science and data that backs it for, you know, that more realist side of me, mm-hmm. that it does really help your mental health and so many other things. So I was like, even though, you know, there were days where I was like, I really don't want to do this. I don't want to do it. But I'm going to stick to this 30 days anyways, because I want to fight, like push through this for myself because I love myself and I want to show myself that I'm going to do it anyways to help myself feel better, if that makes sense. And I feel like totally. once, once I made it past that, it, it was really just like liberating. And I feel like it opened so many doors for me. At this, Also, I feel like there was no coincidence that during those 30 days of yoga, I also faced and I would say like overcame one of my biggest childhood traumas and like challenges from my childhood. And I I really don't think there was any coincidence that that happened as I was going through this. So I just felt like it opened so many doors. And like I said, now it's funny because even like with just with different things, I used to think I had to stick to a schedule. And when I didn't stick to that schedule, I would be so mad at myself and so mean to myself. Like, oh, you failed. You're so bad. You're such a flake. Like, da 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 But after that 30 days of yoga, now it's more so like doing it almost every morning is a choice. And if for some reason, one morning I don't do it, I'm not mean to myself. I'm like, that's just life. You're fine. You know what I mean? It's okay. Yes. Some days you don't feel like doing stuff. Yes. Sorry, I just talked a really long time, but that's that's how it makes me feel. <laughs> um, we we do not apologize for downloads like that on this okay, podcast. You're right. You're right Thank you're you for right. the ins- for the wonderful, beautiful insight you delivered to our listeners and me as well. Oh, um, thank you. I feel like no, seriously, I feel like we we kind of treat our bodies like these machines to carry yes. out the thoughts and ideas inside of us, when really it should be not even like a relationship with our body. I mean. I know there's all this stuff about like, I am not my body. We are this and that, but, but also, I don't know. I'm at the place where I want to have a close enough relationship with my body where I just want to be one with it, you know, in this human form. And yes. I feel like yes. giving it that love and attention every single day. Like you're telling your brain that like you love your yourself, you know? Yes, exactly. And I would say that was my, another really big goal of mine too, was I I wasn't really connected with my body as much and yoga just, teaches you how to be more in tune with it and how to listen and also how to be accepting of it too. Like if, if you want to start doing yoga, i I did yoga with Adrian. She's on YouTube. She's wonderful. And I just really we love, love Adrian. Bruh. I don't, I told you, I don't fan girl <laughs> over anyone except for yoga with Adrian. Okay. Well, isn't it crazy I though that like Adrian's amazing, but she also like presented herself, her videos at a time when you were trying to love yourself more. So now yes. Adrian's become probably a symbol of self-love for you, even though I'm, she, is, she is amazing. I've, I've watched her videos, but you know what I'm saying? I'm sure your brain also associates yes. her video with it, her videos with this period in your life, which is really cool. Shout out to Adrian. Maybe one day you'll hear this. We love you. You're Absolutely. Um, oh, one day she will. And one day we'll be having a conversation with her. Mark my words. I have a question for you now, because we were talking about me and how I have dealt with trying to like pursue my passions while also dealing with like making a regimen of some sort for myself. Um, from my perspective, mm-hmm. from my objective, and if let's say we just never have conversations, we never FaceTime, which is a world I never want to live in. But let's say that I <laughs> am not talking to you ever and I'm just on Instagram. I'm seeing all of these crazy 
crazy ass designs, bro. I'm seeing all this crazy shit you and Jared are doing. It's, it's really something insane, like something insane. Like I try and talk about it. And I almost get overwhelmed because I don't know how I could possibly do just your guys's talent justice. I really mean this. Um, for anyone who's listening right now, Yvonne and Mitchell is Kaylin's vintage, Kaylin and Jared's vintage clothing company. Um, and I, I, we should start putting like the ads in like the bio and stuff for the podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll link it below. Um, but from, from like a, an objective perspective, I mean, I just see you guys accomplishing so much. How do you feel like your presence online right now lines up with, I guess, how you're feeling in life or like, I don't know, are you dealing with these thoughts kind of like I am? Oh yeah. A hundred percent. And it's hard because you see yourself so differently than how other people see you. So like the way that I see myself and Yvonne Mitchell online, I feel like is also so different from how people see it online. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, how, do you, how do you see yourself online then? Um, from, mm, I don't know. That's a hard, I feel like that's something that's been challenging for me is mm. like um, both on Yvonne Mitchell, more so my personal, maybe just trying to figure out, I don't even know how to say it. I feel like, I guess I'm just really self-conscious about how I come off on social media and whether or not it's accurate because I don't want to mislead people. And it's, I was thinking about this actually this morning. It's just so weird because while it is an extension of us, our social media presence are also such a separate identity and it's like the same way we're finding ourselves in real life. We're finding ourselves on social media and like figuring out where we lie and the purpose we serve on the internet. And I feel like I'm still figuring that out, from, especially from a personal standpoint. What do those fears like look like? Like what do you, what do you worry um, that – what do you worry you will be uh, perceived as? Mm. I feel like – I see, and that's that's the question that's even hard for me to answer because it's like I really I don't know I I think it just I think that sort of conveys the work that I'm still going through in terms of self confidence and self love of just being sure of myself and I think I've gotten a lot better of it and I'm almost at like I don't know the end I'm I mean I know these kinds of things you go through in life no matter what but I don't know I feel I just want to. I know how the power that social media holds, especially seeing it through the lens of YM and the um, effect that you can have on people, even if it's just one person. Just mm-hmm. And I just want to make sure that I'm using it responsibly and having a really positive effect on people. And I don't want to come off as, especially on YM, that as like everything being perfect and super clean and just like planned out. Because, I mean, we're always constantly like working through our own problems with YM and just our own feelings of self-doubt and uncertainty. And I know I already talked to you about this, but same way how you've been feeling, we've been feeling with YM, just like especially comparison and looking at other people on social media and being like, are we doing enough? Is what we're doing okay? And especially whenever you have a business and you put a price tag on things on like your art that gets like really tricky 
because it's also it's like you're putting you're placing a value on yourself and then when it doesn't you know if something doesn't sell then you're like okay I'm I'm not valuable like it's just your even though that's not the truth your ego starts to fall into that spiral of just like going down. Of course. Of course. There are so many factors that go into one, a social media presence, now a business. Mm -hmm. Now, like you said, putting prices on clothes, plus your own personal designs. Plus this is one of the things that you really want to spend your life doing so many different things. And I can tell you right now, Kayla and Yvonne Willis, you guys are absolutely (laughs) killing it. And like I said, from an objective perspective, it's like, no matter what, no matter how you think you're being perceived, the fact that you are putting these items out and just having a business in and of itself is so inspiring to people, dude, Mm, just to see that like you are using your social media for more than just posting pictures of yourself, which is, you know, I support, I do, I do it. I post pictures of my, I mean, I post literally hour long videos of myself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but at the end of the day, it's like, you can't control how, how other people perceive you when especially a a lot of people are probably just projecting their own insecurities, you know, onto the things that you're accomplishing. So the only thing you can do is worry about being you, but, and I know that like you also enjoy social media and you enjoy, I feel like having a really cool, beautiful aesthetic. And so, yeah, for sure. Yeah there's a whole like be raw and be real, but a lot of people's rawness and realness is like their passion for their artistic presentation uh, uh, virtually on social media, you know? So that is you you. being raw and real, you know? Yes. Thank you. And I actually, I was having this conversation with myself in my head last night of just like that feeling of, you know, I'm, I, when I question myself like this, it's like, my egos, like you're trying to figure out who you really are, but I, I'm being who I really am. And my ego's just not happy with it. And it's trying to tell me to be something else, but it's like, this is just who I am. And mm-hmm. I, I run, running from it is just making things worse. So just like lean into it type of thing. Yes. Yes. Telling myself. Yes. And it can also, it can like, sometimes when I try to, when I try to explain like negative emotions that come up, I literally just like stop talking. Not because I'm forcing myself to stop talking, but because I literally can't make sense of that. <laughs> like it's out hard. loud to my best friend. Like this is just, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. this is just like me figuring it out. I don't really know. They must be irrational if I can't even like say them out loud. Um, you <laughs> exactly. know, exactly. I, bro, actually also, first of all, I just want to like quickly, um, because I, w- I was kind of dealing with those thoughts. You obviously inspired me to start my own uh, fashion design company, Cheerings. Mm-hmm. But my uh, I started making earrings and selling them online for anyone who doesn't know that. Cheerings by Love is the Instagram. Go follow. Um, <laughs> I'll put wonderful. that link below too. Um, but when I started, I had these really basic pictures of like earrings on this wire and it wasn't at all what I wanted the company to look like like so far from it but I just wanted to like start already you know yeah yeah and when I showed Jamie the Instagram I was like but these these pics were super dusty like they were they were not I I thank you thank you but in terms of like the vision I had for the company which was like super vibrant super pink super neon super it, it was very very far from that and, you know, I, I sold those earrings, like I got money from it and everything. But in terms of like the vision and the page, I was just like, I would see it. And I was like, genuinely disappointed 
by it, but felt this need to keep it up so that people saw the growth. And Jamie mm-hmm. looks at me and she's just like, if this is not what you want your company to be, the real thing you can do is just is delete, not delete those, but like maybe put them on private, archive them and just start putting up the stuff that you do want to post. So you can look at this and like, see, you know, your company exactly how you want it to be. And like, that's the realest thing you can do. Mm-hmm. And like n- now it's like, I want to keep everything on there always because I think now I'm at the yeah. point where it does exist as that thing yes. that I had as my original idea. But like those first yeah. posts weren't really in line with that at all. And I felt this need. We all like feel this need to like, I feel like do something. We have this like greater responsibility to like do something for someone else on social media. So other people see this and other people see that. But in the day, it's like, what do you want? What do you want? Just do what you want. Don't care so much about like how, how it will be perceived or like if someone will, will grow from it. And that's so awesome if that's your intention. But I often get so caught up in that, that I stop posting everything I want to post or like keep stuff around that I don't want to keep around. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't know. I, if, for anyone who, especially if you have been thinking about starting a business or some sort of thing on social media, because there's such a great opportunity there, these feelings of discomfort and self-doubt, like we said earlier in the episode, they're they're normal. You're going to feel them. And it's like working through these types of things is what separates people from success. So it's like, this is, this isn't the easy route doing what you want to do, especially being an entrepreneur and owning a business, you know, it's not easy going into it. And it's like, these are the types of things that make it hard. But the ones ones who, you know, reach the finish line and like reach their goals for what they what they want to do. The only thing that got them there was working through these feelings of discomfort and still believing in yourself. I actually, I screenshot an Instagram post that my friend shared that I want to just, it's short and sweet, but. Oh my gosh, yes. That was so sweet. It said, don't give up on the person you're becoming. And I feel like that's something that I know, I know a little emo here, but that's, that's something that I tell myself too. It's like, am I really, you know, I get to those points where it's like, oh, okay. You, like you said, you're almost like contemplating really giving up for real, like for real, for real. And you're like, am I really going to do this? And it's like, yep, yep. Like, no, I can't give up on myself just because, you know, of this temporary feeling of discomfort. I just have to work yes, through it yes, and I'll, I'll, I'll yes. get to the destination where I'm meant to be. Yes, exactly. Like the, the dopeness is not in the fact that you're accomplishing a million different things. It's in the moments that you're not accomplishing a million different things, yes. persevering through those moments. That's Ooh. where, that's where, yes. Yes, 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 that's where it's at. That is where it's at. Yes. And you're not, and guess what? You're just not going to see everyone's in between moments all the time. Mm-hmm. And there are going to be some people who talk about them. And like, I do, that's why I try and do on like my TikTok and stuff like that. Um, but a lot of the time you are just going to see the fruits of people's labor. And if you're exposing yourself to those fruits all day long, it's going to be harder to tend to your garden because you're comparing yourself. So Mm -hmm. just you're doing fine. You're doing so freaking fine. And we're all in this together. We are all in this together. And I hope that by us talking about this with all the little endeavors that we have and maybe what it, what it possibly looks like the process is that people can also understand that like it doesn't come emotionally easy all the time. Exactly. And back to, oh, excuse me, <laughs> back to what it. my friend said earlier on Instagram when she said working through these feelings, not only does she go out in nature, but 
she paints and she makes these beautiful works of art. And I told her, I was like, isn't it so crazy how oftentimes these feelings of discomfort, maybe even sadness, like turn into these beautiful works of art, whether it's paint, whether it's clothes, whether it's earrings, whether it's, you know, just your aesthetic Instagram, like whatever it is that's like art to you, music, etc. It's it I feel like that's almost an indication that I mean, you know life's not perfect and these feelings are gonna come because we're human, but I feel like that's just further indication that you're meant to feel these types of things and figure yes. out how to deal with them and work yes, through them. Yes, absolutely. If you can find like purpose in these harder moments in terms yes. of like the way in which you will transform that thing and then level yourself up. It makes it all worth it. It really does. Mm -hmm. It really does. Just not, not even pushing through. I don't like the word pushing or battling, um, but just completely surrendering to those days and being like, you know what? Today, I don't have the energy to do this thing. So rather than forcing myself to do it and literally causing so much stress to my body, my mind, physically, emotionally, mentally, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go on a freaking walk. I'm going to make myself a nice meal. I'm going to watch some Netflix. I'm going to go to bed. And then tomorrow when I have more energy and I can put a hundred percent of myself into this task, I will do it then. And I'm confident that I will do it then because guess what we tried recording about a month ago, this <laughs> podcast. Yep. And I literally stopped midway and I was like, Kaylin, I can literally hear myself talk right now. <laughs> like, I, I can't can, do like, this. Hear myself trying to make sense of my thoughts and it's really throwing me off. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. And just having faith that I'm going to go on this podcast again. Maybe it won't be the next week and maybe it won't be the week after that. But at some point I will go on this podcast again and I will freaking do it. And you know yeah. what? Today I feel gosh dang good about this podcast. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. So I think what we're saying is like, like Chloe said, it's not necessarily pushing through it, but it, you know, if it's something you love and you want to do and you're just not feeling it, still loving yourself in that moment and in that feeling of I can't do this and accepting that. Like I said earlier, yoga taught me that personally. Like if I if I don't do something, if I can't stick consistently to it, you know, that perfection in my head, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. I'm still yeah. a great person. And that doesn't yeah. mean that my my opportunity is totally ruined. We talk about yep. social media a lot. And I think that pressure is just exemplified because you're on social media and it's like, you're like, okay, I'm going to give myself a break. Then you get on social media and you see people doing stuff and you're like, why am I taking a break? These people are always doing something like they're, you know, they're getting ahead because they're grinding. They're not giving up, but it's like, you can only grind if you give yourself those, those moments of just quiet, like silence and presence yep. with yourself. Yep. And you give yep. yourself those breaks and yeah. then, like Chloe said, whenever whenever you feel up for it and you feel re-energized, then you go back to it and your work will just be that much better. Yep, yep. And like it's it's crazy because I feel like we do this thing where like we'll, we'll compare ourselves to the greats right now when literally the, the greats, which isn't even a thing, it just – I feel as though people who work hard at something who then happen to have a platform of some sort, um, not discrediting any extremely talented uh, – musicians or literally anyone. Um, but I also feel as though a lot of people are, are having, are, are going to get a chance to, um, get their art out right now. So hopefully we're going to, I actually know we're going to have more quote unquote greats as I feel like time goes on and like more people get their art out there. Mm -hmm. But anyway, yeah. Beyonce, one of my favorite artists in the entire world, there are probably musicians such as myself sometimes right now 
comparing themselves to Beyonce, right? When there's also someone out there right now putting in the time and practice and work to be in the position Beyonce is going to be in five years from now. Like we didn't see the five years before Beyonce had the platform to get herself out there, Mm -hmm. you know? Like it's so comparisons Mm -hmm. will be the death of you. Don't compare. And you know what else I do sometimes that really helps me? Do you ever like what meet a character somewhere? And I say character because it's like a specific type of person I'll meet randomly somewhere, whether it's like the barista at Starbucks or like just maybe someone in a clothing store who is living a very simple life. And like, it's very clear that they are so freaking settled with that and so happy and they are unfazed and they don't really care about much. And this is a type of like character, probably those who have figured it all out, who I like to think back on in the moments when I'm being really hard and complicated, when I'm being hard on myself and complicated about life that I'm just like, I I, I find those people in my memory and I'm like, oh my God, remember freaking my friend Prince. Oh my God, my friend Prince. Met, met him in LA. And I remember him just telling me like, Chloe, you're doing fine. Life is beautiful. Life is amazing. And every person who walked into that store, he treated them like they were on a freaking runway and he made every person feel incredible. And this person is someone who is so satisfied and at peace with their life. And it just, I think of him in moments like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And just being satisfied with every stage you're at like it's it's great to have goals and like if if you, you want to be somewhere different than where you are right now and you're striving for that like that's totally fine but i i it's hard easier said than done but it's just all about finding that balance between still setting those goals for yourself but also enjoying the moment that you're in and recognizing that this is still where you're meant to be right now and where you're at right now is leading you to that point that you're going to be in the future Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And I think that this moment in time specifically, especially for a lot of young people, I mean, obviously everyone, but just the state of the world kind of adds for some people a whole nother layer of Mm -hmm. unknown. (laughs) So like where humanity already struggled with, you know, your early 20s and like, how do I make my passions, you know, happen and all of that stuff? Now it's like, okay, but then also on top of that, like, will I have all of like the resources and places and people for my passions to thrive within, you know, uh, a year from now or two years from now? And just like, what do you ever have those moments? And like, how do you, how, how do you deal with them? Not necessarily regarding like the pandemic, but just generally. Yeah. I mean, obviously the pandemic has just heightened a lot of things, but finding the silver lining is just, or like finding the purpose, like you said earlier in these types of moments, it's like, it's happening on a personal scale and a collective scale. So it's just amplified by that much more. And I, I just, I I feel like it's forcing people to get more comfortable, comfortable with that uncertainty and with that unknown Mm. and just like sort of trusting yourself and believe in yourself. Like if you if you love something and you have a passion for something, just believing that you'll be led to it somehow, some way. Like yes, you're yes. In, you're in control of your life, but at the same time, there's a you know for whatever you believe in. I believe that there's a greater power at work. So it's like yes, I can do a certain amount of work, but also I just have to 
enjoy the moment that I'm in and just try to be in tune and as present as much as I can. And through that, I'll be able to listen and, you know, gravitate more towards things that attract me to my passion, if that makes sense. Yes. Yes. And we fear that if we take just a few days to do this, we'll lose all this time and we'll never get done what has to be done. And what I've realized in those moments is I am 10 times more productive when I take that rest because somehow, some way, those are the moments that I get downloads for whatever my next step needs to be that maybe in the past I would have just like frantically run around for weeks trying to figure out what that next step Mm -hmm. could be when it was being shouted at me by my inner voice or by, like you said, a greater power. And I was just like running around trying to like do all of this stuff to figure that out when it literally could have taken me just a couple days of rest to really get there. And it's hard for people to like conceptualize because I I think people are like just for the first time, a lot of people are just like finally spending time with themselves, you know? And Mm -hmm, at -hmm. at the very beginning of quarantine, like last year when I first graduated, I was so overwhelmed by the thought of like having to accomplish like things. And like, again, like I said, that initial freedom of finally being out of college that I was like, you know what? this is so much more painful than like not accomplishing anything in my life that I want to accomplish. Like I can't even take this anymore. Like I have to completely just let go and surrender. Like there's, I have no other choice. I can't live. I can't constantly wake up and feel like I'm not doing enough anymore. Like it's just, I can't do it. So I'm just going to be okay with living simply right now, whether it means I'm doing a million things in a day or I'm not. And I'm going to like go on my walks and maybe it was like my third or fourth, like walk after a consecutive amount of days that like I started getting these like ideas that then led me to, mm-hmm. um, to finish projects or this like natural energy to like run back to my house and like do that thing I want to do that. Like no amount of coffee or talks with my, with people could have ever brought me, you know? So yeah. Highly recommend getting that piece because those downloads will come. They will come. Yes. And I mean, we keep bringing up nature, but it's just like, I love the main character idea that TikTok brought up of like, just recognizing that you're the main character in your life. And it's, it almost helps visualize that, you know, life on this earth is almost like a game and everything's here to help us. And again, Everything can be a sign if you choose if you choose for it to be. So it's like almost taking those moments outside on your walks, meditating, whatever, to sort of like if you're feeling helpless and all alone and you know, you feel like you don't have anyone to turn to, like turning to the world around you and just seeing how it can help you because you'll see those signs, you'll find inspiration, you'll you'll find that boost of energy if you just you know, look for it and mm-hmm. sort of be like, Okay, this is here for me, like how help me. You know what I'm mm-hmm, saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I wanted to, I just want to make sure I hit on a couple questions I wrote down because oh, yes, yes. I, I wrote down a couple questions to ask you yesterday. This is something that I have been dealing with a lot and I am just curious if you deal with the same thing, but do you ever find yourself comparing yourself to like past versions of yourself, especially like recently, constantly? And like, comparing yourself almost to like a moment where like you thought that like you were thriving and like constantly almost like missing it when in reality those moments you were experiencing like still bad days yeah I I feel like maybe it's a little bit opposite for me like 
I look back on my past and some like past versions of myself and I'm really hard on myself. And (laughs) I've seen videos on TikTok that relate to this. So it makes me feel less alone about it. But just like having those moments where out of nowhere, you're just like, oh, and you start cringing about something that you did literally two years ago. And it's so irrelevant. No one else remembers. But for some reason in your head, you're having a panic attack about it. And it's just like, I have those moments and it, you know, it, I, again, another quote on Instagram, it was just part of, it said like part of self-love is loving every past version of yourself and the things that you went through and appreciating it. And I just feel like sometimes I live too much in the past and I'm like, oh, I wish I could go back and change that. Or maybe I wasn't the greatest person back then, or maybe I was mean or, you know, whatever. And I just, I, I'm learning how to more so appreciate myself in that moment and the growth that I've made since then. So Absolutely. I would, so yeah, I would say it's more so like sometimes negative for me when I'm oh, referring to my past. Oh, oh, sis. <laughs> I'm like, Clotilda, what were you doing? $3,000 extensions on your head. I'm just kidding. That was an exaggeration. <laughs> it was definitely up there. Um, boy, oh boy, do I have some memories. I'm constantly like, what on earth? And I cringe too. And you know what doesn't, make it easier. And so I advise people Hmm. because it is personally for me, so therapeutic for me to do things like make videos and posts. But after that video, Hmm. I do not look back on my past TikToks or past Instagrams. Um, almost ever, because that will keep you in that loop. And those moments were so important for, for someone, for people even still now to see, I'm not saying they're all negative, but in our world, it might've just been a different place in our growth. And like looking back on our social media, can I feel like sort of keep us in that place sometimes. So I post and I go, I post and I go. (laughs) Bro, I, that Instagram thing is so relatable because in terms of what I was saying earlier about like my personal struggles of how I'm portraying myself and just always being like really self-conscious about it. it. A lot of it has to do with what I used to do in the past, what I used to post in the past. And it's so much easier to be aware of how you once were with social media because that stuff, I mean, if you choose to, stays up for forever, however long you want it to. And it's it's almost weird. Again, something new that this generation is dealing with that no one else has deal, dealt with before. Yes. It's like yes. things can be so permanent on the internet sometimes. Yes. You're, you're not really used to having that access to a past version of yourself. And it's, yes. it's, it's tricky to handle. Absolutely, dude. It is super. I, I was talking to my friend the other day and he was saying how he has been going through like his past stuff and like deleting it and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I definitely think like, if that's what you need to do for you, then absolutely do that. If you need to like, you know, recreate or change your identity or whatever it is you have to do for you in any sort of way. But also to a certain extent, understand that like those videos or those posts probably did help someone somewhere, you know? So like being confident in that and not holding yourself to any sort of like crazy standard. Um, cause I definitely do that a lot Dude, with TikTok, that's, you know, that's something that Jared and I talk about all the time. We like look back on Yvonne Mitchell stuff and we're just like, Oh, should we freaking archive this? Like, why is this still up? Like, this is just not, not great work. Like, you know, and I think I've even mentioned this to you before, but the conclusion we came to, and I mean, at least for now is like just keeping it up because one Obviously, it's not as good as we are now because we we've grown. We're we're evolving. So, like, if if it 
you, whenever you start something out, you're not going to be perfect. You have that perfect idea in your head that you're going to constantly be working towards, but it's, you know, you have to start somewhere. Yes. And if, yes. if we, if that work wasn't, you know, in our minds, not as good as what we're doing now, then that would just show we weren't growing at all. Or yep. Improving. Yep. Yep. And, um, sorry. No, no. I was just going to say at the same time, I think it's hopefully is cool for people to be able to see where we started to where we are now and just appreciating our past selves. I told him, I was like, you know, at that time, whenever we were doing that stuff, we were working so hard and we were really proud of ourselves and thought that we were doing really well because we were doing well in that moment. And it's like, if we were to go back and tell ourselves in that moment, uh, we're going to end up hiding everything you're doing right now because it's not good. We'd be so sad, you know? Of course. <laughs> and and we're always going to have our own standard of per- of perfection, always, mm-hmm. you know? And so I was saying this last, last night to my friend. It's like, there's no possible way that if you are a human who wants to learn and grow and evolve, that you're not going to look back on past stuff and see a different standard that you have for yourself yes. then than you do, or that you had for yourself then that is different from what you have now. Like that only makes yes. sense in being someone who wants to learn and grow and evolve. So you then make a choice to be someone who is actively learning and growing and, evol- and, and evolving in front of people or just stopping altogether and giving up. And that's not what we should be doing. You know, exactly, I mean. exactly. exactly. Um, it's almost like that feeling where you look back on old photos and you're like, oh, why did I wear that? And I, I used to think like, am I always going to look back on myself and think like have this mentality of, you know, but maybe we are just because like we're saying now it's, it's growth, it's evolution. That's supposed to happen. Yes. We're always yes, yes. I saw there. Have you ever read the Archer? No, I haven't. Okay, it's this amazing book. I think. Oh my I think God. there's a Netflix show called Archer, right? I think it's like a, a adult comedy cartoon, maybe. So okay, maybe it could be. But the Archer, written by Paolo Colo, and I'm really sorry if I pronounce his name wrong. Um, he's actually he's a big. Okay, yes, I'm sorry, I, guys. I lapsed there for a second. He also wrote <laughs> Alchemist. <laughs> Ooh, I've heard of that. I've heard of that. Before. Yes, yes. Um, but one of, uh, the passages in the archer that really stuck with me is all about like surrounding yourself and having friends in your life who are willing to make mistakes. And that's exactly how they grow at all. You know, cause there are some people who are just like, you know what, it's too scary mm-hmm. to make mistakes, especially in front of people, especially on a public platform. I'm just going to fall back completely. And at the end of the day, maybe yeah. I do post something that isn't quote unquote the move or whatever, whatever that means or is, I don't think that's truly that there are any like mistakes honestly um i'm problematic no no i'm kidding but um, <laughs> i know you like you recklessly know posting whatever's on my mind but you know what i mean um but just like surrounding yourself with people who are willing to take risks and willing to just put themselves out there even if it means it it, it isn't well received and even if they have to do it a million times over before they yes. finally you know do quote unquote hit or like whatever that you know so yeah, good answer yeah. to my question. Um, I was also going to ask you, Thank you, are there moments that you can say you fully realize that you've made a dream of yours come true? And what do you feel in those moments? And like, how do you carry that confidence with you? Does that make sense? Like, I feel like we constantly like, you know, strive, strive, strive. And I feel like, you know, I can say that there are moments that I'm like, okay, yes, this was a goal of mine and I actually made it happen, but I want to hold on to this feeling Yeah, and like, just pray that it doesn't escape me. 
Um, do you have those mm-hmm. milestones for yourself? And like, can you acknowledge the feelings that exist in those moments? I sort of, if that makes sense. I would say that writing stuff down is almost like a secret key to helping visualize those moments because I feel like in your head, it can be hard to step back from your head (laughs) inside your head and be like, okay, but writing stuff down for me. And I actually, I have been thinking about this for quite a while. It's just something I actually need to do, but I'm just making sort of like an accomplishment journal of just anything small or large. I just write it down so I never forget about it because I feel like whenever I'm going back and looking through my personal journal or even, you know, there's this one binder that I made whenever we first started Yvonne Mitchell and like for the first month or something, I was tracking followers like manually on this paper and just like different sales of ours and stuff. And whenever I find stuff like that, whether it's looking back at that binder or in my personal journal of just different stuff I've written down, different goals at at the time of mine, I feel like that helps me recognize where I am today and appreciate it that much more. I feel like pen to paper is so powerful anyway. Yes, yes, yes. Being able to see it visually. Yes. And I feel like that goes for like the most mundane things too. Like if I'm starting to feel like I'm in a rut and not accomplishing anything and I'm watching Netflix all day, I did this the other day. I will literally just at the end of my day, write down the things that did happen today. And it can be as small as I made myself a homemade meal. And at the end, you will see stuff start to add up. Like you'll fill up a whole page on a day that you thought that you did nothing. And so slowly Mm -hmm. you'll just start to live in an existence where you are constantly accomplishing things and, and doing, uh, amazing things on this earth. You know, not everything has to be these big grand door freaking passions and projects and all this stuff. And it's awesome and beautiful when you can, when you do embrace, uh, those moments where you are doing those things, but like also just enjoying like the simple beauties of life. And so, yeah, pen to paper. Heck yeah. Exactly. What helps you? Um, and I know you do, you keep a journal too, but is there anything making a video? (laughs) Definitely, (laughs) definitely making a video. And sometimes I get in my head that like, maybe it'll come off as braggy, but those moments where I have those thoughts are like very minute in comparison to like, okay, wait, no, this could freaking inspire someone and make, and, and also I know Mm -hmm. that if I'm energized and in a really good state, that's the energy that's going to translate through the phone. And so if you want to talk exactly likes and all of that stuff don't matter. But I also think that people don't realize that like literally like anything can be well received if the energy going into it is good. So if I'm in like a really good mood and I'm super energized, that's when I'll post a video. And that's when I usually feel best about the video. And you know what? Sometimes posting when I'm not in those moods also helps me. If it's like a comedic little video I'm making yeah. and that just like is just fun for me to like put together and whatever it is, it puts me in a better mood, whether or not anyone sees it or likes it, whatever it is, it just feels good to me. But yeah, I like to mark those moments through making videos. You know what I did yesterday that was very therapeutic? You'll be very proud of me. What? Maybe it was two days ago. Um, I was feeling super down and out. And I sat down and like, I've done this before. Actually, what am I talking about? I've been doing this for years. They just don't get posted. Um, But I just talked to my camera for like an hour and I just talked about how I've been feeling. Mm. And um, I was like, Mm. I also talked about it in it. I was like, 
I worry sometimes if I post stuff like this, it'll be like super low frequency and it will make, it won't make people feel great seeing me like this, but I've realized if anything, it makes me human. It'll make someone feel less alone. And number three, if I don't want to post it, I don't have to. And just being able to vent to my device is like good enough for me. So I literally just talked for an hour. I got on my computer. I edited the whole thing. And I didn't post it, not because I was self-conscious about it, but simply by by the end of editing it, I was like, wait a second, these thoughts are all so irrational. Like all the things I'm talking about that I that I expressed yeah. in the video that are my worries. Hearing it by out the loud. time, yeah, by the time I finished editing, I fe- I felt like that was all the therapy I needed, and I closed my computer, and that was it. <laughs> and so that for I've me, I've heard that that helps a lot of people. Yeah. Dude, I really think that that's, I mean, that's personally how I got into the world of vlogging. And I think that that's how a lot of vloggers come to do what they do is like, personally for me, ever since I was little, my camera is such a non-judgmental object of my attention that I can just like speak to it Mm -hmm. and like, or perform in front of it and not feel judged. Cause like when I am making a video the audience I have, I, I can genuinely say the audience I have in my head is like this just mass of like all of the best voices in my head. And I think that that's what, why I can like have gotten, why I can like be myself so much on camera is because that's the audience I'm imagining yeah. in my head. Um, and I think that honestly yeah. just came from like the camera being the thing I associate with this like just super like private corner, I call it, of people who just like love and support me. And I know that sounds like, I don't know, for someone who like maybe doesn't vlog or doing any of that stuff, listening to this, it's like, how could you possibly think that when it's the entire internet, like watching and listening to you that you're like getting this stuff out to but I guess that's just a matter a matter of perspective and how I have shifted my perspective to just be this like super supportive audience and I'm very fortunate that's that's what I like attracted doing that you know yeah I mean we've talked a lot about in this episode just giving up control and to a certain extent and I feel like that lends itself to like how people view you on social media whether it's YouTube or Instagram Like even whether you have a bad, whether, you know, you had positive intentions or you were in a negative mindset whenever you posted, I, I agree with you that it has an effect, but also at the end of the day, it really only has an effect on you the most because how other people see you and perceive you is completely up to them and their worldview and how they view themselves really at the end of the day, you know? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And you cannot control that stuff. And the more you put yourself out there, the more you'll find the people who like are on your team and yes. are, you know, a part of your tribe. And yes. But you can't find them if you're hiding. They can't see you Exactly, there. exactly. You know? And I, I've You gotta I've, come I've out of the shadows. That. Yeah, exactly. Even though it's a little uncomfortable at first, you know? Um, but- mm-hmm. This was an amazing conversation, Kaylin. I do not want to keep you from work. I yes. am. <laughs> I <know. laughs> we, she I is a boss, actually. Attention. Yeah, she is a boss and Listen. has places to be and places to go. So, sister, thank you this so has, much for this amazing this conversation. This has been a wonderful conversation. Yeah, yes. I mean, I know we've only technically done three, three episodes, but this is by far my favorite. So I hope if you're listening, that it was just as helpful for you. We love you so much. And 
We'll see you in the next episode. Yes. We love you guys so, 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 so much. You are more than a freaking enough. So go reward yourself with something amazing. Go make a dank freaking meal. Go for a walk outside. Go watch your favorite show. We love you so much. And we will see you next time on Call It Cliche. On Call It Cliche. (laughs) Bye, guys. (laughs)